Hey guys, welcome back. Happy to have you along for a special New Year's episode. Our last episode was a special Christmas one. This one's a special New Year's one. Yeah, we are only posting on holidays. <laughs> Seems like it. New Year's is my favorite holiday. Fourth of July is mine. Well, New Year's is mine because I love being reflective. In this episode, we're just going to talk about our 2019. We're going to reflect our past year. We're going to discuss a little bit of what we learned this year and our resolutions and stuff. I can't wait. I literally love New Year's. I think it's so fun. A big old slap in the face of how fast time goes by. Nothing better. Yeah, we love that. Yeah, so should we just jump into it? No, we're going to slide on into our next thing. We're going to slip you past into it. <laughs> Let us know if you were around for two episodes ago, episode four, self-care, and if you know what slip you past means. Because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about our top songs from 2019, Aubrey. Okay, so we're going to talk about, what, our top seven? We just made a little list of seven of our favorite songs of the year. And I want to kind of hear, like, why, or if you have, like, a little... Snippet. Yeah, like a snippet. There we go. Do you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, girl. Uh, Okay. (laughs) My first one, I will go ahead and say Tall City Blues by Flatland Calvary. (laughs) Because this year, I actually found Flatland Calvary and they ended up being my number one artist on Spotify and I just love them. You'll hear about them a lot in my year in review. <laughs> so yeah, Tall City Blues, my favorite song. The first one for me is Don't Kill My Vibe by Sigrid. I love her so much. I saw her this year at Lollapalooza and I like I found her a couple years ago, but I've really connected with her music this year and I just love her. <laughs> That's like all I can think of. Aw, cute. My next one will be Faith by Bon Iver. I don't think I've actually mentioned Bon Iver on this podcast yet, which is kind of weird, but Bon Iver is my favorite band besides the Jonas Brothers. It's a band? I thought it was a person. What? (laughs) I knew it wasn't a person because I know you. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Justin Vernon is the lead singer. That's the guy. You don't. You didn't know his name was Justin Vernon. You've been my friend since February. No, <laughs> February, like a long time. <laughs> you didn't know Justin Vernon was his name. No, I knew that. But like, when I first started listening to Bon Iver, like years and years and years ago, before I even knew you. Oh yeah, you thought his name was Bon and his last name was Iver. Well, yeah, but I thought it was a person. So did I. Yeah, me too. But now I know better. <laughs> Anyway, the lead singer, Justin Vernon, he has multiple bands, blah, blah, blah. I don't need to tell you all of this. The song is Faith. (laughs) And I really, really connected to it, did a lot of dance moves to it at different points of the year. And it's just a great song. You guys should listen to it. My next song is by my favorite artist. And I chose one song. And I chose this song because it was my most listened to song this year by them. And it's Levitate by 21 Pilots. I can rap all the lyrics. Oh, that will be on a later episode. Stay tuned. My next song is Love Wins by my one and only girl, Carrie Underwood. I saw her for the first time this year. Ended up seeing her three times. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just amazing. The song Love Wins. 
incredible. It changed my life. Everybody should hear it. My next song is, I feel like all of my songs are by, like, my favorite artist. Well, good. Yeah, another favorite artist of mine. It's Must Have Been the Wind by Alec Benjamin. And the song just tells, like, a story about a girl getting, like, abused. And he lives in the apartment under her, so he just, like, wants to be there for her. And I just, like, love that story. And it's different than his other, like, his album that came out before all that so this is a more recent release and I really like it my next one is called that's what friends are for by Dionne Warwick I really don't know how to say that but anyway it was my grandma's song that she wanted played at her funeral and for like our family to listen to after she had died she said that since the 80s And it ended up being one of my biggest songs this year because she passed away this year. But the song is absolutely beautiful and it literally makes me cry every single time. It's so good. That's what friends are for. You should listen to it. I will. I'm now I'm curious. It's really good. Um, My next song is by King Princess. And as of right now, I've seen all of the artists that I've listed. So it's pretty cool that they're my top. Nice. Yeah. But it's 1950 by King Princess. Love her, love the song, love it all. My next one is Misunderstood by Parker McCollum. I always say that's my song to people who make fun of me for liking country music. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm misunderstood. No, but it's so good. It's my favorite Parker song. He's one of my favorite singers. Have to give him a shout out for the year. Shout out for Parker for sponsoring this episode. Thanks, Parker. Love you. (laughs) My next one is called I Like Myself, and then in parentheses, it's Most of the Time, and it's by K-Flay. I think that's how you say it, but really good song. Nice. Let's see. My next one is Old Pine by Ben Howard. I love Ben Howard. Yeah, me too. He's awesome. His new stuff I haven't really listened to that much, but I love his old stuff. Old Pine was a very, very big song for me this year with the dance company I dance with. One of definitely my top songs of the year. Um, My next song, somebody very special to me showed it to me. Sam. He worked with us at Next Star. (laughs) (laughs) Alex, are you crying? (laughs) No, but I have cried like four or five times today because of Sam. Because he's moving. We love you, Sam. Yeah, even though Sam probably doesn't listen, he showed me the song Hallucinogenics by Matt Mason. Mason? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Awesome. A cool shout out to Sam. <laughs> My next song, one of our other friends from Nextar showed both of us. I love it. The singer's like a Texas country singer, which is kind of funny, but it's called Universal Sound by Tyler Childers. Which he's so good. You guys should all check him out. He's so, so good. But that song, that song literally kind of like, I don't know, I turned to that song at so many points of the year and it like makes me believe in something bigger than us. Yes, exactly. The lyrics are just so so good. Yeah. That was going to be on my top list, but then Aubrey said it was on hers. So I felt like I didn't need to give it a shout out since she was already going to, but it's a really great song. Yeah, so shout out Kasdan if you're listening to this for showing us that one. And then my last song is by one of my favorite artists, Julia Michaels. It is called Deep. Cool. 
Okay, so we're gonna hop, hop now. <laughs> we're bunny. Right into the highlights of our year. So I have this Instagram account where every single day I post something that I did that day and I like kind of write about it. It's like a digital journal of photos and typed out words. So I went back on that and then I also do a second of the day video thing. You know, have you heard of that? Yeah, my boyfriend's sister does that. I love it. I just love documenting things. So I went back through both of those things and found my like highlights from each month. How did you find these? I just went through all of my pictures. Nice. But I'm so excited about this. Me too. So we're going to go through each month and say our highlights of what happened to us this year. I just want to actually point something out real fast. In the past few episodes, Aubrey has made fun of me for writing down all of my stuff with a pencil and paper. But you guys can't see her, and I can. And she wrote down all of her stuff that she's going to be saying today. Yeah, but this is stuff that I would journal about normally. Okay, but still. (laughs) I know. Anyways, what happened in January? I met Pat Green. Who's that? (laughs) Do you know the song that goes, You can't follow me, wave on waves. You're the reason I'm still here. I think I do. Yeah, that's his, like, most famous song. But he's a Texas country singer. He's, like, kind of older. He's just amazing. I love him. I've always loved him my whole life since I was a kid. And a lot of his songs, like, helped me move to Texas when I was younger. I decided Texas because of him. And I met him, and he was so nice, and I just can't believe it. Then I also, I was working at a country music bar at the time. Actually, the world's largest honky-tonk, Billy Pops, Texas. And I saw Flatland Calvary for the first time because I was working, and I had never heard of them in my life. And then I saw them in January, which is funny because then they became my number one artist. January, I also flew home for a weekend to see my best friend Solo that I choreographed in person. So that was really fun. And while I was in Denver, I got to see the Denver rodeo because the rodeo season always starts in Denver and then they go to Fort Worth. So it's like January, February, and that's like my two hometowns. So I went to the Denver rodeo while I was there for the dance thing and I saw the best cowboy of all time, Trevor Brazil, in two events. Alex is yawning. That's how bored she is about me talking about rodeo. But <laughs> Trevor Brazil, it was amazing. It was like one of the only times I've ever seen him actually rope in person. So what did you do in January? Well, I only have one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I got two new puppies in January. Nice! Cute! We rescued them. They were found on the side of the highway. They're two, like, sisters. One's black and one's mo- one's mostly black and one's mostly white. But they were, like, found on the side of the highway, like, playing. And they got put at, like, a boarding, like, a place where you can board your dogs when you go away on vacation. And she put them up for adoption, and we went and met them. And I didn't want them. But my mom and dad really wanted them, and I cried. I didn't want them. And then they came for a home visit, and at the home visit, they were going to be $200 each. And the boarding place was going to pay to fix them. And she ended up just giving us the dogs. Because, like, she was like, I feel like this is such a right fit for these dogs. So, like, you can just have them. And we were like, oh, my God. Like, thank you so much. Wow. And it is now the end of the year. And I do love the dogs. It took me a year to fall in love with them. But if one of them went away, I would definitely cry. Cute. 
What happened in February? At this point, my roommate, who I live with now, didn't live in Texas yet, and so she came and visited, and I think this was the trip that we toured apartments. She came a couple times, so it might have been March, but so that was really, really fun. I went to the Fort Worth Rodeo by myself two days in a row, and I, like, met people that, like, I was so excited. I felt like I was in the exact right moment at the exact right time. That happens to you a lot. I know. (laughs) It's awesome. But when I was there, I, like, met the lady sitting next to me was an artist from New York City. Or, like, she has been living in New York City. And then I was like, oh, I'm from Colorado. And she she was like, oh, I have family there. And she looked at me and she was like, have you ever heard of Meeker, Colorado? And literally, Alex, Meeker is, like, the tiniest town I've ever been to. Like, nobody, if anybody's listening who's from Colorado, they don't know what Meeker is. And it's where my grandpa's from. That's crazy. (laughs) And I, like, looked at her and I literally started crying. I was like, there's no way you just said Meeker, Colorado. Then I introduced myself to a very famous rodeo announcer, just walked up and introduced myself to him, which is scary. Then I walked into a live music tent and it was Cody Canada, who's... You don't know. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing and old. And I'd never seen him before. And then as I'm like making my way through the crowd, I elbowed a really famous bull rider who I didn't know was him. And then he turned around and I said, oh my God, I'm sorry. Tough heat him in. <laughs> so that happened. I feel like I need to give all of that a shout out. Our next star season started and I met Alex. Yeah. And at the show I met Alex, I found out that my grandma was going to die soon. Hmm. So I cried a lot. <laughs> the week before my grandma ended up passing away, I was like really, really sad for the last little bit of February. But like February 28th, so the last day of February, I was featured on this YouTube video that got really famous from this cowboy, whatever, whatever. I found out that Jason Witten was coming back to the Dallas Cowboys and the Jonas Brothers got back together all in one day. So then I got really, really happy. What happened in February for you? February, I turned 21. But on my 21st birthday, I've known that I was going to turn 21 on a Saturday since I was like 16. Like I wanted to know when I was turning 21, like what day it was going to fall on. And I've known forever that it was going to be on a Saturday. Well, that's amazing. Like the stars aligned for me. On my 21st birthday, I had the flu. I had a fever of 102. (laughs) I did not drink a drip of alcohol, and I did not enjoy it at all. I remember sitting at my birthday dinner crying. Like, my friends and my boyfriend and my parents were all like, what's wrong? And I was, like, shivering, and I was like, I don't know. So that was my 21st birthday. Yikes. But in February, I met Aubrey, which it's kind of crazy to think about that we've only known each other since February of this year. That is crazy. Shout out February. And it was on, oh, this is funny. It was on the 22nd. That's right. And I always wear the same shirt on the 22nd about my favorite band, Bodie Bear. And I lost it (laughs) at that venue because I left it there. But then the venue worker sent it to me in the mail. (laughs) Yeah, we loved her. Yeah, her name was Sarah. Okay, what happened in March? (sighs) March, I met Parker McCollum. The day before my grandma died, which like I said, so like we knew it was coming um, for like a couple weeks or whatever. So I was like really sad, like even weeks before she actually died. And then 
that the day before it was crazy like the timing that she actually went was like perfect because me and my family it was in March so it was like spring break and stuff like everyone had super duper busy schedules and stuff but if she wouldn't have died like the day that she died like what like I wouldn't have been able to go to something else or my cousin couldn't have been able to go on a cruise like it was like perfect it was crazy anyway so the day before she died I met Parker McCollum (laughs) which made me happy for the night then she died which was horrible and was probably the saddest thing of the year for sure and also the saddest thing of my life so far but I worked at Nexstar that weekend and I was flying to Florida and my crew was amazing because like I was literally crying nonstop. Like I would do my job, do the awards, turn around and start sobbing <laughs> and they would all just like hold me and it was amazing. And so then from that show, I had to change my flight and fly to Michigan where my family's from, go to the funeral, which was of course really sad, but I got to see my whole family and they're a ruckus. <laughs> they're so funny. So that was fun. And then from there, I flew to Houston, Texas, and I saw the king himself, George Strait, in concert for the first time ever. Probably the last time, too. And I cried like a little baby. It's George Strait, the king of country music. It's crazy. So what happened in March for you? My, like, months are not as exciting anyway. <laughs> in March... It is a big month for birthdays for me. My mom and my dad both have birthdays. And then my boyfriend, Gus, has a birthday too. So for Gus's birthday this year, he turned 25. And that's a big year for him, I felt like. Like, he's halfway to 50. So I went to his apartment by myself. Like, his landlord let me in. And I covered his entire apartment in wrapping paper for his present. Because I thought it'd be funny. Well, he ended up coming home with the flu. Oh my gosh, you guys both did that? Yeah, we both had the flu on our birthday. But what was better about it is not only did he have the flu, but we ended up having to take cover at his apartment because there were tornado warnings. Oh my gosh. So we're taking cover. He has the flu. He has a like terrible fever. I'm trying to like take care of him and tear down like all this wrapping paper I put up <laughs> that I thought would be so funny. <laughs> and he also had to pack and leave for Las Vegas like two days later. Jeez. It was an eventful day for us. Yeah, you got some eventful birthdays. Yeah. What about April? What happened in April? In April, I saw Bon Iver from the front row. Amazing. It was incredible. I went to Delaware for the first and hopefully the only time. <laughs> oh, also, I, we're going to come back to this idea, but throughout this whole time, so probably starting in like February or so, me and my best friend were like really fighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was like kind of having a damper on a lot of different things, but we're like fine now. Anyway, then I worked in Nextstar in Detroit, and so my whole family is from Michigan, how I just said. And so the whole weekend I was like saying like, I need to figure out a way to get to my family, but I couldn't figure it out because I live like an hour away, blah, 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 all this stuff. The night before that we were supposed to all fly out the next day, I found out that my flight got canceled. And like, I still to this day, I have no idea why. Everybody else's flights were completely fine. I have no idea. And they rebooked me, my airline rebooked me for the next day at like 5 a.m. So I was like, oh, well, I don't know how I'm going to go see my family because who's going to drop me off at 3 a.m. at the airport? 
And then without me calling or doing anything, it changed again to like 1 p.m. So anyway, I got to see my entire family for a whole day, which is like, I don't ever get to see them. So it was crazy. And I thought that my grandma was the one that orchestrated it, in my opinion. But that was a stick out. I'll never forget that. That was the only time I've ever had a flight get canceled. Um, In April, I got really close to this girl at work. And I went to her bridal shower, which ended up leading me to go to, like, her bachelorette party and, like, her wedding. And, like, I was, like, a big help for her during all of that. And Easter happened. That's all I got. May! Well, at Next Star, we had this thing we called the best crew ever. And it was Alex and our friend Kazan and our friend Brooke and then Ryan. Um, it was just amazing. So I put in May, I got to take Alex and Kazan to my favorite restaurant in Texas, Hard Eight Barbecue. <laughs> then I saw Carrie Underwood. <laughs> and like, I bought tickets to this show in August of 2018. <laughs> so I was so excited about May 10th for like so long it felt like so that was a big milestone when I got to seeing Carrie Underwood and this will come back later in the year my best friend and I blah blah we love Carrie Underwood we were supposed to go together he didn't go that time he ditched me because we were you know fighting um then in May my grandma's little brother my uncle Pat died which also sucks. <laughs> um, this year was kind of pretty sad, but I feel like it made me believe in a lot of things. So I was always working next door too. I was always at next door when like something bad would happen. So I would be like crying <laughs> and then like everybody at next door had to help me. Alex was actually at the show that it was my uncle Pat's funeral. And so I kept like crying or I would go and FaceTime and do his funeral, like whatever, all this different stuff would happen. And my next door family helped me. And then I put that we went to Indy, me and Alex, and we rode around on bird scooters. So May was kind of a big month for me. I hung out with Aubrey for the second and third time, like she said, in Texas and in Indy. Those are the last two times I got to hang out with Aubrey. And for those of you who don't know, Aubrey and I have only ever like been in person with each other, hanging out as friends three times. <laughs> Which is so funny. Absurd. Indy was fun, too, because we didn't think we were going to get to work together. So we thought that when we were in Texas was the last time. So we, like, cried when we said bye to each other and stuff. And then schedules changed, and we ended up got getting to work together again. Yeah, and I wrote, we got to ride scooters, and we got kicked off the Colts football field. Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> so that was fun. May was fun. Um, in May, I also met my baby cousin Jackson for the first time. And I have been obsessed with this little boy, like, ever since he's been born. He's seriously the cutest baby ever. But my cousins live in Cape Cod, and I wasn't able to meet him. And they came in May for the first time. And I got to meet him, and he's so cute. Oh, that's awesome. In May, my friend Leah, who I met in college, but she now lives in Oklahoma, she came back to visit and we went to dinner and at dinner she told me she was pregnant. Oh, wow. 
That was so exciting to hear about because she had told me earlier in the year that her and her husband were like trying to have a baby. So we sat down at dinner and I ordered a peach bellini and I looked at her and she didn't order anything. And I like immediately knew that she was pregnant. (laughs) I don't know why, but I just was like, you're pregnant in front of the waiter. And the guy was like... (laughs) like oh awkward like walked away because she was just like looking at me and I was like oh my god she's pregnant the baby is supposed to be born like end of December beginning of January wow really soon well like right now <laughs> yeah when this gets released and then another thing that happened in May that's a big deal is a tornado went through my hometown and it was so close it was a really like scary event This is kind of a long story, but I'm going to go into it. I had come back from somewhere and it like there were bad storms, but it looked like it was going to like pass over where I lived and my parents weren't worried about it. So we all went to bed and I got a weather alert on my phone and I went into my parents' room and I was like, the storm looks like it's coming right at us. And they had the weather channel on in their room and they were like, yeah, it does. And we all got up. And as soon as we opened the door to like look outside, we heard tornado sirens going off and we were like, we need to take cover. So we're like watching the news and we're just trying to figure out what to do. And my friend, we don't have a basement at my house. So my friend, Sarah, who lives not even a mile down the road, texts me and says, you guys can come over here if you guys want to take cover. We like wrangle all of our animals because we weren't going to leave our animals behind. We have three dogs and a cat. We wrangle all of our animals We get in the car, tornado sirens are just going off, and it's like a strobe, like a concert outside. Like the lightning just looks like strobe lights. So windy. It's like not even funny how windy it is. So we get in the car and we're driving like 90 miles an hour. And as soon as we get to like the stop sign at the end of our street, we hear a huge bang and all the power goes out like in our neighborhood. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. So we continue driving and like we're freaking out. And my mom looks to her left. And she sees the tornado. She says to my dad, she's like, Sean, is that the tornado? And my dad just says, Dana, keep driving. So we finally get to my friend's house. We all go down to the basement and we're down there for about an hour and a half before like it's okay to like not take cover, like before we don't hear any sirens anymore and like we're done getting like weather alerts and stuff. We go back to my house and we don't have power. We wake up the next morning. Because, like, this all happened, like, at midnight, and we wake up the next morning, and that's when you can really, like, assess the damage or whatever they say. And the tornado literally hit streets over from, like, where me and my friend lived. If it, like, was just, like, a couple, like, miles bigger or just, like, a couple, not even miles, if it just, like, moved over just a little bit, it would have, like, ran through our whole house. It, like, demolished lots of houses in my hometown. And so I volunteered for three days to, like, help clean up through a local church. And that was a really, like, awesome experience because I actually got to walk through somebody's house who was in their house at the time who completely lost their roof. And one wall of their home and their garage is, like, completely gone. Dang. And, like, that was crazy. It was just like a really emotional time for like our community and I think our community grew together and like Beaver Creek already is a very like family oriented community and then that happened and we got closer and it was just amazing. So yeah, May was awesome. <laughs> that sounds so scary. It was. You see it on TV and you think that's never going to happen and then it happens and it's crazy. What happened in June? June is my favorite month. I moved all of my stuff into storage. (laughs) 
I made up my favorite combo I've ever made up in my life so far for dance. I turned 21 on a Monday night. (laughs) So that was awesome. My sister flew from Colorado here to Texas and I got to go to the stockyards in Fort Worth, which is like my favorite place in Fort Worth and in Texas. And it's always been my dream to spend my 21st at the stockyards. So that was fun, even though we were literally the only people in the bar. And all of my favorite bars were closed. (laughs) And then literally like the next day we road tripped to Colorado and I spent some time there and then I road tripped back to Texas all by myself. (laughs) And this summer I took a lot of road trips, but that one was the first one by myself and I loved it. I found out that I absolutely love taking long road trips by myself. So that was awesome. I stopped in Lubbock to see my brother and I rode horses. And then... Soul Escape started, and that is the dance intensive that I've done for the past three years now. Well, it's a dance company, but Soul Escape, the company intensive, started in the end of June. Yeah, it's my favorite time of year. It's my favorite thing. It's changed my life more than anything else ever. So, SE19, what do you do in June? In June, my best friend Morgan turned 21, and because I had the flu for my 21st. I basically celebrated my 21st with Morgan. I also went to Kentucky with my boyfriend's family. And I was in Kentucky for a few days before my boyfriend actually got to Kentucky. We went for a wedding for his cousin. And it was by far the most beautiful wedding I've ever been to. I think the open bar tried to kill me. I went to another wedding, which was for my friend Brianna. She's the friend that I made at work. Her wedding was beautiful. I always describe her wedding as I could literally feel the love from everybody that she surrounded with at her wedding, like there. Does that make sense? Like I felt like everybody there genuinely loved her and like her husband and it was just so full of love. And then I also got to see 21 Pilots in their hometown, Columbus. That was life-changing. They also had a pop-up shop there, so I got to go to the pop-up shop in Columbus, and that was really cool. What happened in July? Um, so all of July, literally until July 30th, I was at the Dance Intensive Soul Escape. This year, our entire show was based on the book The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. It's a children's book. Have you read it? Yeah, it's a really good book. Yeah, it's amazing. So... Yeah, the whole entire month of July was spent, like, diving into that book and what it means and being a part of creating Soul Escape show. It was just, it was amazing. But I don't really have, like, much to say. I was with, like, all of my closest friends that are, like, my family. Um, On July 22nd, I got a tattoo of the 22 symbol from Bony Bear's album. But yeah, all of July was Soul Escape. So, what'd you do in July? In July, I went to another wedding. It was like wedding summer. (laughs) Wow. I went to a wedding with my friend who had told me she was pregnant. She invited me and Gus to a wedding that we didn't know who it was for, but she just wanted like two people that would like keep her company. So she invited me and Gus to go with her. And it was in Cincinnati where like Gus lives. That was fun. I had a fever the entire time during that wedding too. I had a lot of fevers this year. Love that. August. So literally on August 1st, the day after Soul Escape, three of my friends, so graciously, they were so kind, they helped me move into my apartment that I live in now. 
And literally, like, if they didn't help me, I would have to do it all by myself. I don't know how I would have done it. I'm so thankful that they helped me. But we rented a U-Haul. <laughs> I drove the thing. I looked amazing. Oh, my God. And then spontaneously, I decided to drive to Austin, Texas and hang out with them, the same three people, because Boney Vare was coming out with a new album and he was having a listening party and one of them was in Austin, Texas. So I drove there, hung out with my friends for a few days, and then we went to Boney Vare's listening party where we could like hear the album three weeks before it was released. Little did we know, he ended up releasing the whole entire thing the next day. <laughs> so that day that he released the whole album, I drove from Austin, Texas, all the way to Fort Collins, Colorado, which was like 15 hours, all by myself. And I didn't stop at all. I just like went all the way. And so it, I remember it being the same day as him releasing all of those songs because I like listened to the whole album the whole time, pretty much. Um, once I got to Colorado, my brother and his girlfriend came and visited, and that was really fun. I got to spend a lot of quality time with them. I saw Mumford and Sons with my best friend Vincent, and it was amazing. It was like to this day one of the best concerts I've ever been to. I'll never forget it. <laughs> then in August, I on August twenty second, because everything good happens on the twenty second, I was able to go to a Flatland Calvary concert that I didn't know I was able to go to until like that day. So I went. And I jokingly said the sentence, if I meet Flatland Calvary tonight, I'll believe in God. <laughs> Which is a pretty heavy statement. But um, then I got out of my car. Oh yeah, I was by myself. I go to concerts by myself constantly. But I was by myself. I got out of the car. I go up to the merch table. And literally the second I got there, some random stranger came up to me and gave me a meet and greet pass for the band. <laughs> so that was interesting. From there, I became friend. Well, I like talked to their photographer, introduced myself, um, blah, blah, blah. Ended up at the right place in the right time over and over again. And by the end of the month, I got to go to a Flatland Calvary concert that they were opening for Parker McCollum, who I've been talking about previously and I got to hang out with them and meet them and have an all-access pass so that was amazing <laughs> yeah that was August it was sick in August I went to Lollapalooza which is a music festival in Chicago and if you've never been to a music festival 10 out of 10 recommend the atmosphere is just amazing I love it I saw a lot of my favorite artists including 21 Pilots, Alec Benjamin, Sigrid, Casey Musgraves, King Princess. Like, I saw so many people that I wanted to see, did a whole bunch of stuff. It was so much fun. And then in August, I also went to Indianapolis again for one of my friend's 21st birthdays. And we went to a dueling piano bar. Ooh, I've heard those are cool. Yeah, well, I thought it was going to be kind of lame. But it was so much fun. <laughs> Shout out to my friend Bailey for taking me. And then in August, I also started coaching cheerleading for my middle schoolers. Cute. In September, <laughs> I saw Boney Bear again <laughs> in Colorado at Red Rocks. That was a really cool show. Um, I danced a lot in September. So Soul Escape had weekend events in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and Orlando, Florida. And I went to Louisiana for my first time ever. It was 
pretty interesting. I probably won't ever be going to Louisiana again. <laughs> My uncle lives in Louisiana. Yeah, I can't talk bad about it because Dak Prescott's from Louisiana. But um, anyway, then I spontaneously went to see Carrie Underwood by myself. <laughs> Bought a ticket the same day. I was really far away. So that was fun. That was September 24th. September 25th, I saw the Jonas Brothers for the first time since they got back together. So for the first time in 10 years. I will never forget in my lifetime, let alone this year, the moment when the concert like started. There's all these like fireworks that go off behind them and all you see, they're like floating up in the air and all you see is a silhouette of the three of them, like of the three boys. And that's the moment more than any other, like I had listened to the whole album a million times, whatever. That was the moment that I was like, oh my god they are back together like that was when it like hit me and immediately I was sobbing my eyes out like I will never forget that moment what did you do in September in September Gus and I hit our two-year mark so Gus and I were dating for two years um and I dyed my hair pink in August for the first time ever like I had never dyed my hair before but it faded like literally after one wash so in September I re-dyed my hair pink and it stayed for a long long time and that's just a big deal to me just because I've like never done anything dramatic to my hair ever (laughs) I wasn't even going through anything I just dyed it (laughs) just for funsies (laughs) that's awesome what happened in October in October so (laughs) I had such an incredible time with the Jonas Brothers (laughs) On September 25th, so the end of September, and they played in Denver on October 1st. And so I called my best friend from, like, elementary through high school, who we love the Jonas Brothers together, and I was like, dude, we have to see this show together. There's no way we're not going to see this tour together. So pretty much I figured out a way to get to Denver for less than 24 hours, and we saw the Jonas Brothers together from the 11th row, because we... (gasps) like, didn't get tickets until literally, like, two days before, and so they were way cheaper than, like, way, way cheaper than when they went on sale. Then, that same exact week, I, this flight was $5 because of miles. Shout out to Nexstar. Um, so on October 4th, I think, was when I went. I don't remember for sure, but it was the same exact week. I flew to New York City and visited my best friend. So this is the one who we've been fighting a lot of the year, um, but we're, like, way better now but anyway I flew to New York City because he had just moved there and I got to see him and that was really exciting and then he bought our concert tickets and we went and saw Carrie Underwood together finally (laughs) because it didn't work out before so that was really fun I also made a road trip to Lubbock Texas to visit my brother my sister-in-law and my sister and her mom was in town my family's messy whatever um so I visited family And then on Halloween, (laughs) I saw Flatland Calvary (laughs) in Colorado. Anyway, what did you do in October? In October, my friend Morgan and I hosted a pure romance party. Oh, God. Do I need to tell what that is? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If you don't know what it is, Google it. (laughs) It was a lot of fun, though. A lot more fun than I I thought it was going to be super awkward, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I also went to my friend who lives in Oklahoma, who told me 
earlier that she was having a baby. She had a baby shower here. So I got to go to her baby shower and see her big pregnant belly. In October, I saw 21 pilots again. And I got super, super close. Bought floor seats. And he walked right through the center. And I like literally could have touched him if I really wanted to. October was a roller coaster. And also in October, I stopped listening to music for a really, 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 really long time because I went through post-concert depression because I don't know when I'm going to see 21 Pilots ever again. Oh my gosh, you will. But in October, Tyler also announced, the lead singer of 21 Pilots, announced that he's having a baby. Aww, that's cute. So then November... Uh, on November 1st, I saw Flatland Calvary again, so the next day after Halloween, uh, in Denver, so I was at home, and my life's so weird on, like, a recorded podcast. (laughs) (laughs) On November 15th, I saw Willie Nelson, and I went by myself (laughs) again, as usual, but his, I really, really got emotional because he's 86 years old, and, like, I literally could not ever see him again who knows literally how I feel about 21 pilots okay a little different now (laughs) November I started really trying to learn more about my camera so I started like taking a lot of pictures of things and kind of editing and stuff like that so that was fun I choreographed two solos for the first time ever besides my best friend from home so that was really exciting for me And then I went home for Thanksgiving, and I got to see one of my friends, Becca, who I hadn't seen since August, because she doesn't live there anymore. So I was so excited about that. So Thanksgiving was fun. What about you? Um, In November, my highlights were that we created a podcast. Oh, (laughs) oopsies. Yikes. I guess this podcast means very little to Aubrey. (laughs) I just didn't have it in my second of the day. Um, another highlight in November is that Ohio State beat Michigan. That was stupid. (laughs) And then did you do anything for December? Yeah. I have nothing. Okay. Well, in December, (laughs) I saw the Jonas Brothers (laughs) all by myself. I went and saw them all by myself, which was an emotional roller coaster. I got $30 tickets really close to the stage. It was dope. Then the National Finals Rodeo happened, of course, loved it. In December, later on, I'm going to Colorado. So, like, once this goes up, it would have already happened. But going to Colorado for Christmas and Soul Escape is having a Utah event. So I'm really excited about that. And then the most legendary part of the probably the year, Harry Styles came out with a new album in December called Fine Line. That's very true. Oh, man. Aubrey, why'd you have to bring this up? Oh, Because I'm just proving that I like the song more. (sighs) Okay, so you don't have anything for December? Aubrey and I got into our first fight. That was my highlight because now we're not friends anymore. We're just business partners. That's dramatic. That was our year in review, which makes, like, it made me really emotional writing all that stuff. I was like, oh my gosh. It's just crazy that this year's over. Alex was like, that made me happy. (laughs) Well, it did. Yeah, me too. Happy is an emotion. Um, Let's slide on into our next thing we're going to talk about for this year, and that is lessons we learned. I will go first. Okay. (laughs) Um, Something that I learned. This one's kind of a joke. Not really. It's just kind of silly. 
And that is, I learned, I've always heard this, but I actually learned for a fact that water is really good for your skin. Amazing. Hydration is key. Hydration or dehydration? Oh my god. (laughs) I wrote even the most permanent of things or things that you think are the most permanent are temporary. Literally every single thing is temporary. And so I tried to, well, I learned that I should try to have deep emotional connections to everything, but attachments to nothing, which I don't know how to do that yet, but whatever. (laughs) All of Aubrey's are super deep. Oh, whatever. It's a whole year lesson, Alex. They should be. Anyways, something else I learned is that I shouldn't be afraid to cut ties with people who don't I want to say who don't, like, fill me. Yeah. You know how you always say, like, whatever fills you or whatever does that? Like, people who don't provide that for me. Okay. It kind of sounds selfish, but that's something else I learned is that, like, being selfish is okay. That's what I learned. Uh, My next one is music heals, music is love, and music is what I want to pursue. As you could tell in my highlight, every month I saw, like, 14 concerts, so... Yeah, music's a big one. Yeah. Something I learned this year is that people who want to be a part of your life and want you to be a part of their life will make the effort for that to happen. And, like, I think vice versa, when you want them to be a part of your life, you will make the effort. Um, you can surround yourself with what you love, and you can and will feel free when you stay open and move and only love with your heart, which is my tattoo, with your heart. So when you live with your heart, you'll feel free. Yeah. So this is something I already said, but I want to reiterate it, that it is okay to be selfish. And, like, I have a hard time doing that. Like, I'm a very big people pleaser, and I'll do whatever it is to, like, please other people, but I've put myself first more so this year than I ever have and I've learned that it's better that way (laughs) like it's not better like obviously like if you're a very selfish person you're probably going to believe that your life is amazing but other people around you are probably going to hate you but like in some situations in some scenarios like it's okay to be selfish and put yourself first okay I have it's not about what you love it's about how you love it which I talked about in the self-care episode But, yeah, it's not about what you love. It's about how you love it and how you show up for it. And then I wrote just the word choose. Like, you actually have the power to choose absolutely anything for yourself. So you just have to choose it and not, like, I don't know. It sounds so simple. But, yeah, choose. My last one is that this is just a really big one, and I think this is something that I, like, live by. It literally does not matter what anybody else thinks as long as you love it and it makes you happy I think for us I don't know about you but like this podcast I've thought had to think that to myself a lot yeah exactly. I love doing this and it's amazing and it's fun I don't care what anybody else like thinks about it you know yeah is that why you don't share it on your story <laughs> I do share it I haven't noticed the post today it just takes me a second <laughs> Okay, so the next one I have, it says, a human is a human is a human is a human, 
that's just trying to like pound into my head that I don't need to be afraid of humans or like talking to people or being myself or like whatever whatever a human is a human nobody's better or worse than another human and then I also wrote family is all you got and then in parentheses any human is family Ooh. <laughs> and then my last one I think souls are real <gasps> guys I know I don't know Aubrey has struggled this whole year trying to figure out if souls are real or not like, if we as humans have souls. Not, like, because sometimes when people, or when I say that, people are like, oh, like, if you believe in ghosts. I'm saying, like, if Alex has a soul, if I have a soul, if you all have a soul, or if you're just, like, a body with no purpose. <laughs> and this year, she has established, she has come to the conclusion that souls are real. Wow. I think. I <laughs> All right, moving on. Themes are mine. Yeah, before we go crazy, but that was a big, big theme for me this year. So yeah. Okay, that was our year in review. I love doing stuff like that. So let's go into our regular every episode segments. Yeah, let's do it. Um, highs and lows. Alex, hit me with it. My low is that Aubrey stole my song of the week. Hmm, but you're not going to get to know what it is because it's my song, so I'll tell you about it later. Yep, just know that it's my low. <laughs> and it was our fight. <laughs> yeah, our first fight. Um, My high is that at work we did a white elephant and I ended up getting a yellow blanket. And my favorite color is yellow and I love blankets. So I was very, very happy about that. Amazing. My low is that right now, in like the, the day that I'm recording this, so by New Year's Eve it'll all be resolved, but right now I'm very stressed about this week and getting everything done, and specifically packing, because <laughs> I have to pack for like three very different things all in one suitcase. I've just been stressed really stressed getting everything done my high is that this past weekend so in this time the dallas cowboys won a football game (laughs) it is about time so either when this comes out i'll still be celebrating and maybe we won two more or by this time when this comes out we may have found out that we're not going to the playoffs Yikes. But I'm predicting we'll be in the playoffs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so that was my high. Love those boys. Okay, songs. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited for songs. So first of all, I've been really trying to reflect on not only my favorite music of the year, but my favorite music of the decade. Um, Let me know if you guys want to hear about any of the things that I came up with because I really spent a lot of time on comprising my own playlist about the decade, but I'm going to give you what I would say is one of my absolute favorite songs of this decade, and that would be none other than Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. (laughs) That song is amazing. It just, you know, it gets you ready for anything that you could ever need to get ready for. Next. An absolutely incredible song. One of my most favorite songs I've heard recently 
by far. It's by our king, Harry Styles, off of the new album, Fine Line. And it is Treat People With Kindness. Which was going to be my song of the week. Yeah, but I called it first and I listened to it first. So Treat People With Kindness, it'll be under Ob's name. (laughs) But Alex loved the song too, as do all of you if you've ever heard it. Actually, this girl at work said that that's the one song on the playlist that she always skips. Uh, Well, she hasn't listened to it well enough yet then. Have you ever listened to it though? She said, yeah, and I hate it. And I was like, then I hate you. Yeah, that is ridiculous. (laughs) Okay, so my first song is kind of rock and roll-y. I'm trying to, like, diversify our whatever. Yeah. I threw in some Nicki. (laughs) Yeah. So my first song is called Girlfriend by Bad Flower. By the way, Aubrey and I have a playlist of our songs piled all together. And if you ever actually shuffle through it, it's very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) My next song is going to be The Less I Know the Better by Tame Impala. And it's mainly because when I saw them at Lollapalooza, they had one of the best sets. And I didn't get to appreciate it until afterwards. Now that I'm listening to the music, I'm just like reminiscing on their songs. So. Alex are both explicits, so beware, and one of mine is Super Bass is explicit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that, so thanks for telling. I never listen to explicit music, fun fact. Are you serious? I'm pure, man. Oh my god. Unless, like, I mean, sometimes they'll throw in some explicits, but... Okay, quote time! Woop My quote that I hope to carry on into 2020 is simply may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears because I think I talk a lot about living without fear or despite fear I guess like feeling the fear and doing it anyway but I still actually am very bad at living that out so may your choices reflect your hopes not your fears that is something to really like hold through into another year like that's a good quote yeah totally quote that I wanted to read this week is from a year ago today you have come a long way and every step you have taken matters if you were to look back and if I mean honestly you guys should do this like I challenge you guys to take a look at like your whole year like we did and like write down different things that you did like highs and lows yeah it's seriously so cool because it's like Not that you forget that the stuff happened, but just being like, oh my gosh, oh yeah, like, I forgot that that funny story happened or whatever. It makes you just feel really grateful for everything, I feel like. Yeah, and what I was going to say is, like, if you were to do lows, like, we just kind of did highs with, like, a few little random lows in there. But, like, if you were to do, like, lows, I feel like it would be interesting to see, like, you would realize yourself how much you've grown this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or, like, how the low itself has shifted. Exactly. Yeah. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Yes. And seriously, we would love if you guys kind of, like, reflect on your year, if you want to share with us any thoughts that you have. I just think it would be really important for you guys to do stuff like this because it's, I don't know, it makes you, A, realize how fast time is going by, and, B, 
it just makes you have a lot of gratitude for the year that you just experienced. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to this episode, make sure you screenshot it and share it on your story. Follow us on our Instagram and Facebook page. We are at OBS and Al Podcast. We love to hear what you guys think. So post your reviews and let us know if you are enjoying the content we're putting out. We are available on Apple Podcasts and that's where you can review us at. And we are also available on Spotify. And pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're available there. Yeah. Anywhere you like to do your pods, we're there. We're casting. We're podding all over. Yeah, we are. Thank you for an incredible start. The end of this year was our start of this podcast. So we can't wait to see what will happen in 2020 and what we'll pod about. Yeah, so this episode was all about 2019. Our next episode is going to be all about 2020. Woo woo, new decade. Goodbye, the teens. Yeah, see you later, teens. I actually will miss you. Yeah, this was a great decade. And shout out to this year. I'm going to say our overall biggest highlight was the Jonas Brothers got back together. Bye, guys. <laughs> Overall lowest of this year or this decade is that One Direction broke up. See you later. <laughs> and the Jonas Brothers broke up. <laughs> that was the low and the high of the decade. No, but that'd be fun. If you guys made it this far, text us, message us, comment us, and just tell us like one funny random highlight of your decade. Yeah. That's a pretty heavy question. That's pretty weighted. But mine's so easy. JB back together. Nothing will ever top it. Mm, not even your wedding day or when you have kids. Oh, hell no. My wedding day won't top it because I won't be getting married to Nick Jonas. Well, that's the end of our podcast, everybody. <laughs> Forever. Bye. Just kidding. Bye. We love you. Happy New Year. Bye, guys. Happy New Year. Bye.